0: Student Advocates for Wellness are now offering our contactless condom program. Springfield College students can receive free condoms in discreet, unmarked packaging delivered straight to their door. All you have to do is go to our Instagram, at SC underscore Student Advocates, click the link in our bio, and fill out a Google form telling us your name, dorm, and room number, and the condoms will come straight to your door. Once again, that's at SC underscore Student Advocates, and always remember, we come faster than you do. Welcome to this episode of the Wellness Triangle, your one-stop shop for all things spirit, mind, and body, brought to you by us, the Student Advocates for Wellness. I am Shalyn Whalen. I use she, her pronouns. And I'm Victoria Monica. I also use she, her pronouns. And on today's episode, we will be talking about LGBTQ+, and health barriers, and social barriers, and ways that we can break down these barriers. This will also just be a pretty generalized conversation about the LGBTQ community. However, there is much more to this community than what we are sharing on this podcast. And there's other associations here on campus that can go more in depth about these topics like the GSA, the Gay-Straight Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the school-wide one and the student one. Um, but so before we start getting into topics of barriers, we want to give a brief introduction on what the acronym LGBTQ plus stands for. Um, so starting with the L, the L stands for lesbian, a female identifying individual, who are attracted to other female-identifying individuals. Then there's G, which stands
1: for gay male-identifying individual who are attracted to other male-identifying individuals.
0: The B stands for bisexual, an individual attracted to multiple genders. T stands for transgender, an individual whose gender identity
1: and or expression does not align with their sex assigned at birth, includes those who have
0: transitioned and those who have not. Q stands for queer. Queer is an umbrella term for those who are not heterosexual and are not cisgender.
1: Or Q, questioning an individual who's questioning the way they identify whether that relates to gender or sexuality.
0: So that is all the terms that are in the acronym of LGBTQ. And then there's the plus, and the plus stands for many other different ways to identify. And some, we are going to to list off a few that are included with that plus we aren't going to mention all of them but a good amount of them so non-binary falls under the plus Um, non-binary stands for a gender that's not exclusively male or female there's also asexual
1: that refers to someone's sexuality a person who has no sexual feelings or desires or who is
0: not sexually attracted to anyone Then there's demisexual, a person who only feels sexual attraction to someone after they formed a strong emotional bond with them. Polyamorous, the practice of engaging in multiple romantic relationships with the consent of all people involved. And intersex, an individual born with the reproductive or sexual anatomy that fits both male and female.
1: Okay, so for our second topic today, we're gonna go more into what we were talking about earlier with like the barriers that people in the LGBTQ plus community um, face on a daily basis, um, and a situational basis. This can happen in all types of social situations. We're gonna talk about healthcare situations and just everyday life implicit biases mm-hmm. against people who identify mm-hmm. as any part of this community.
0: For example, in healthcare, if an individual in the community is going to say they're PCP and they're a PCP provider who is not aware of the way their patient identifies, it can create a lot of miscommunication around certain topics like sexual health. Sexual health for the LGBTQ plus community is very limited, and it is not talked about at primary care providers or schools to the extent that it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and
1: to add on to that, um, other things of that nature, with the social barriers, um, it's especially hard too, when you know you're in school and like teachers are maybe not as educated or they prioritize using correct pronouns or referring to the student as how they would like to be referred to. And that can cause a lot of stress for um, someone who's a part of the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. because it is a lot to be able to come out and try to correct the teacher in general. So Mm -hmm. having to correct a teacher the minute you meet them, if they're not respecting your pronouns or your name or something like that that can be very um sort of dehumanizing mm-hmm. and can sort of if you feel as though you're not being respected in the classroom or respected by a professional like a doctor or something it might not make you want to go seek help
0: exactly in some areas there are limited access to healthcare and resources for individuals in this community and so when adults in their life who are supposed to be there for them aren't it creates an even it's a bigger gap in communication and trust for those in the community and not
1: only um but I'm sure like many of us have experienced it kind of only takes one bad situation with anyone to turn you away from like that certain like I don't want to say like interaction, but, you know, like one bad experience with like a health professional can kind of make you feel like, oh, I never want to go back there. Or like, Mm -hmm. I never want to experience that. Or one bad situation with a, you know, certain friend or something. Or like, you know, once the trust is broken, it's hard to get it back. And that is important to not have as an issue, especially when it comes to healthcare, because The more that there's this barrier and this divide, the more, like, I guess the bigger the gap, like, creates. And I guess, like, with sexual health and everything, like, there are, um, there's already not enough talked about when it comes to sexual health. As we've, like, seen in the past, like, a lot of doctors and stuff, especially with, like, the AIDS crisis and everything, Mm -hmm. that was totally swept under the rug because they thought of it as a way to... They they totally accepted that there was a huge gap and a huge barrier between healthcare professionals and people apart the LGBTQ plus community and that's how they wanted it because mm-hmm. they felt like oh okay we don't have to make a cure for this because it's getting rid of you know yeah this community mm-hmm. and I think that stigma has lasted still mm-hmm. and the goal is to get rid of that so that way everyone can get equal healthcare.
0: Speaking of the health community and just society in general um sense for the community of not belonging and dehumanizing them Mm -hmm. as you mentioned in the community the rates of depression and Mm -hmm. anxiety and suicidal ideations are much higher than those who are not part of the community absolutely and i think the reason like you
1: said it's you know this community has growing numbers and all things mental health and experiences like that is just because of all the years they've been suppressed and mm-hmm. kind of or it's not suppressed is it like mm-hmm. all the years that they've been oppressed and not listened to or treated like they're invisible mm-hmm. that is only gonna keep making things worse yeah the LGBTQ plus community needs conversation with people who aren't a part of the community mm-hmm. in order to build that bridge in that gap.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the bridge because now we can talk about what individuals in the community themselves and not in the community can do um, to provide support in building that bridge and closing that gap. Um, so one huge main one is to never make assumptions about an individual never assume anyone is straight never assume they identify um in the binary and always be respectful to other individuals and when you introduce yourself introduce yourself and be like hi i'm shallon i use she her pronouns and by doing that it shows other individuals that like, it doesn't say your sexuality or whatever, it does identify or it does explain how you identify. However, um, it creates a safe environment for those who may not identify in the binary. So they feel like they are being seen, like they feel like they're being heard and respected. If you set, yeah, if you set the precedence by showing individuals that you are willing to respect their pronouns and you are willing to use their right names, not their dead names, that it makes them feel more human, more part of the community. And it's just to be done more often with everyone, part of the community or not. For example, if you're presenting in front of your class and you're like and you're introducing yourselves in your group, everyone in your group should say their name and I use blank pronouns. Even in small moments like that, because then that brings the safe environment into the classroom. Um, not just in social situations where you're talking to others. And say in in your future. Like if you're a healthcare provider, because mm-hmm. we've been talking about healthcare, like setting the precedence again when you first meet your patient with saying that it's just creates a more inclusive environment for everyone. And I think to add on to that
1: too, what's important to acknowledge is that by doing that, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position so they don't have to. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to feel like, oh no, like you know, what happens if they refer to me as she and Mm -hmm. I'm not a she Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I think like kind of putting yourself on the same level by being like, oh, hey, like this is how I identify, you Mm -hmm. know, feel free. Like Mm -hmm. you said, creating the safe space Mm -hmm. so everyone can feel included. And yeah, like you're putting your neck out there first so they don't have to, Mm -hmm. which I think is always nice.
0: Another way to bridge the gap is Here at Springfield College, we do have some really
1: great resources for people who, um, whether or not they're part of the LGBTQ community, um, whether they want to connect with others from the LGBTQ community or just find someone to talk to, um, you know, there's things here like GSA, which as Shallon mentioned earlier, the Gay-Straight Alliance um you know they meet they do activities like every other club here That's there's a...
0: also a school-wide one that involves professors mm. um, and staff of the school who might be part of the community or an ally to the community and want to be a better ally mm-hmm.
1: um and then there's also the counseling center which you know many students here go to it's extremely beneficial to everyone that goes mm-hmm. i've heard great things i go it's awesome mm-hmm. um
0: they accept everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the counselors here, some of the nicest people I have met. Yep. And
1: <laughs> they're extremely accommodating. Yes. It's not, you know, if you can't show up to one thing, they're not going to, like, scratch you off the list. Like, mm-hmm. if you need to see them, they will make time for you. It's a really great source um, to be a part of and reach out to when you need it.
0: Mm-hmm um another resource on campus is the pride cares it's a group of students who are educated in talking about mental health issues with other students they're not there to diagnose and treat mental Mm -hmm. health issues but they're there when individuals need them in the moment so if you see someone with a green tag on their backpack that says pride cares um that is someone that you can go and talk to about anything. Um, so they're another great resource for individuals to use. So the, our campus has a lot of great resources. However, there are resources outside of our campus that individuals in the community can use. Um, one of the local Springfield resources is called OutNow. OutNow is a community where it's a youth community where lgbtq plus youth are dedicated to promoting health and well-being self-determination and community building through anti-oppression organizing and peer support there's a website if you find this organization interesting um, another resource outside of campus is the trevor project it is a crisis hotline for individuals of the community to reach out to. They also have a website um, that I highly recommend looking into.